from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Craziness has really taken off in New York City in a big way. It's being given a helping hand by the criminal justice system at every turn, it would seem. If you tune into Censor.tv, use the promo code PAT, you get a discount. And I highly recommend it to hear my interview with T.J. Harker. He wrote a two-part essay, A Tale of Two Crimes, and it really sheds light on what's happening in the criminal justice system right now, including this Molotov cocktail case with, uh, well, you know, some people you know, during the summer of Floyd and, you know, the, the Proud Boy cases. Fuck. <laughs> and the Proud Boy stuff uh, that happened uh, January 6th and, and the dual system of justice and, and, and du- uh, the way they've reached their charging s- decisions. I, I highly encourage you to listen to that. And uh, look, I'm just happy that you're here as a fan of New York City Crime Report. Been going since 2011, and I know it's slowed down to a trickle. But it ain't going nowhere because more crime than ever. And that's <laughs> faux show. Joining me now, Douglas Nelson. Yes. Uh, well, thank God for crime. <laughs> thank God for it. An off-duty NYPD officer was busted on domestic violence charges over the weekend, and he's accused of five separate assaults against his girlfriend. Oh. Uh, that's, that's, that's you know, that's that's a number of assaults uh, to defend yes. <laughs> over the weekend. Wow. Uh, well, I think that the five separate assaults, it was like one a month, including one in which prosecutors say he knocked her unconscious. That's 30-year-old Travis Grant waged a five-month campaign of violence against his 21-year-old girlfriend. I guess he needed the votes, you know? He's he's campaigning, a campaign of violence. That really makes it sound a little more respectable, maybe, than what it actually is. I, Look, I, I, was have, I had to get five in. I did it. Did he do a press conference? I'm announcing my intention to wage a five-month campaign of violence against my 21-year-old girlfriend. But he did it once a month. It was that time of the month. He beat her down. Look, men have periods, too. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm told. And I think that he's entitled to go a little bit bonkers. Knock a woman unconscious every once in a while. I mean, look, I can't help it. It's my hormones. His 21-year-old girlfriend in his Canarsie home. That's in violent Brooklyn. Culminating with a knockout punch Saturday afternoon. Oof, so forceful. Left her with facial fractures. Well, I know for a fact that you don't have to work out, train, or be good at punching to fracture something in somebody's face. Oh. And in their soul. <laughs> Sometimes you can completely change a person's brain. <laughs> you can rearrange their own entire psyche. Investigate that. You know what I mean? Uh, I have changed the world for the worse. Violence. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I have my own problems. Uh, Grant first attacked the woman on May 9th when he bit her arm. Oh, gee. Oh, he pulled a cumia, I guess, is what you call that. Oh, gee. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was some biting. Sometimes a woman need her arm bit, though. <laughs> All you do is quit being stupid. You, you ever bite a woman? Uh, no. I certainly have. For, no, no. But, but for fun. <laughs> I did it for, you know, like sexually. Oh, yeah, just for fun, for a goof. Like behind her, you know, like I bite a woman in the back when I like back fat and shit. You know, like I just, it's oh. like looking at a deli case to me, you know, I just. I get all, I don't know what it is, but sinking my, I don't know. I don't bite so hard that it leaves a true mark or breaks the skin or anything. <laughs> well, is this like extra to the five uh, punches? Because they're saying he beat her. Oh, he uh, bit her. For, for he five bit, months. But okay. he, well, he bit her. Okay. So he, bon- he bit her so hard he broke her jaw, apparently. No, he, he it culminated in the knockout punch, but he first, see, it started with a bite. And that's the problem. Once you take a bite, you end up taking the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> on June 30th, he choked her. He moved up to choke. It escalated, leaving bruises oh, okay. on her throat. Then punched her on the 24th of July. So it's May. It's uh, May, June, July. You know. You see Almost a, May you to see December. Pattern, you know, yeah. Leaving <laughs> cuts on her nose and arm from the punch. Cut her arm in her nose. How do you cut her arm by punching her? 
Yeah, maybe he had a ring on. He punched her so hard. He, I mean, I could see, I, I, you know, like I, you shouldn't need a cut man in the home. I guess what I'm saying. You know, like, <laughs> swollen up eye and shit. You know, like, cut me. Maybe she should throw in the towel in this relationship. I mean, she's had a full month in between each of these attacks. You know, the elevator goes all the way down, but you don't have to ride it that way. You know, you can get off on any floor. You can get off at choking. You can get off at punching. You can get off at biting. You don't have to go all the way down to the basement where it's knocked unconscious. Well, when he finally knocked her out. She real. She tapped out. This All right. Does he, you know what? He must have been a really charming motherfucker. Yeah, he would have to be. In the downtime, he must have been like, listen, <laughs> I know that I've said this four months in a row, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> Just so sincere. What are the odds she'll take you back? Plus, if you leave, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm sure that's the end. I'm, I'm sure she feels afraid, you know, like that. But oh, yeah. He attacked her again Friday night, choking her with his hands. What do you suggest he use? <laughs> yeah, how else is he supposed to? That's the choking instruments. If he God look at with his hand. If God didn't want men to choke their women, <laughs> he wouldn't have given us thumbs. You know? This is about four thirty PM. Um he punched her in the face. So Friday night choking. Saturday, punched in the face at 4.30. Now, this, I have to know. It must be Saturday, so. I just have to know, what the fuck is she doing to make this guy so mad? <laughs> what is she doing to this guy? She's doing know. something to him. She's really annoying him. Because <laughs> this sort of thing doesn't need, I mean, this is unnecessary. She needs to lighten up a little bit. Yeah, what did you do? Stop being such a fucking cunt to make him. You know what I mean? What could have brought him to this? What kind of country does it take? How many times does he have to get his message across? Shut that up. You know, or look, you know, whatever it is he's trying to get across to her, she's not incorporating it into her overall relationship strategy. I think that's safe to say. You know, look, I don't like to... I'm not a, a fucking counselor of any sort. I don't have any professional training in that regard, and I don't think anybody should ever take anything that I say and, like, apply it in their own relationship or anything, but uh, but I, I have to still make the observation, you know, and, I, again, I don't like doing this, but I don't... I, this relationship, to me, is is troubled. It, it's it's a fair speculation. Yes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, when one of the members of the couple is rendered unconscious with uh, injuries and whatnot, it's odds are there's serious problems. Allegedly, yeah. Um, <laughs> she was playing possum. Maybe we don't know. Uh, Grant That's was arrested early Sunday. They're like, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're closed. Yeah, uh, normally on Saturday we don't arrest people after about seven, eight o'clock. But arrested at the uh, Grant was arrested early Sunday at the 69th precinct station house in Canarsie. Oh, when he showed up for work, <laughs> it's his own station. <laughs> They're like, look, we can either go pick him up. It's a big risk. Uh, wait, Dealing yeah, with domestics is very dangerous, you know. So why don't we just? I'll tell you what. He's going to be at work tomorrow anyway. Yeah. We just uh, call him into the office, say, we're getting too old for this shit. Give us your badge and your gun, and then we arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> Early Sunday at the 69th precinct. Now, that's in Canarsie, which is violent, Brooklyn. And uh, I wonder about the 69th precinct if they – I wonder about – you know what? I wonder about their Yelp page. You know, 69th precinct probably has a Yelp page. I wonder if they're a very good precinct. <laughs> I wish I had some Yelp music. <laughs> but uh yeah, so of course. Let's see, sixty nine precinct, NYPD. They're very highly rated, it looks like. They have a be four stars. Uh oh, it's taking me to oh, it's taking me to their Facebook. I didn't want to go to their Facebook. 
Want to go to their Yelp? So I um, went into the 69th precinct to uh, I needed, file charges against my uh, boyfriend. I needed to report <laughs> some loud noises and there's a parking situation. Oh, okay. Here's some reviews. Okay. I always like to, you know, just, I don't want to do this thing that, that Google wants me to do. I want Google, oh, Google to go fuck itself. I'm yeah. not interested, but they still, no, yeah. the answer is no. Okay, so, okay, here we are. NYPD, 107th Precinct. Oh, wait, that, no, I said 69th Precinct. Mm. 69th Precinct. <laughs> I don't understand. The page says, is, yes, we've heard all the jokes. Is there not a, is there not a Yelp for this? Okay, this is the 10 best public services and government near, okay. Okay, here we go. So, well, that's 69th Precinct. There, maybe there's not a Yelp for Maybe there's not a help for it. Got, <laughs> Don't waste your time at the 69th. It's, it's just keep going to the next. One. It's on Foursquare in case you want to check in or whatever you do with Foursquare. That's odd. <laughs> Let's see. Been here 25 plus times. Don't get arrested. <laughs> That's from Gerald in St. Louis in on Foursquare. That's the only review. Been here 25 plus times. Don't get arrested. <laughs> Three upvotes. 2010. It was. This, wow. this review is from 13 years ago. The, uh, 2010. If I downvote it, you think Gerald will hear about it? Gerald St. Louis? Well, he's been involved with this for, what, 25 times? I mean, yeah, how many, there's, no one, there's no telling how many times now. Yeah. You know? I can't believe there's not a Yelp. Okay, well, that's interesting because a lot of times there are. Okay, the commander there at the 69th Precinct is Captain Dion Hines. <laughs> he looks quite surprised, to be honest. He's, in the photo, he's a, they call him... How did I end up here? Surprised Hines. <laughs> Anticipation. Do you remember that old ketchup commercial? Yeah, anticipation. Is my, here, look how surprised he looks. Jeez, oh. yeah. He says, "You're the new chief." Yeah. Say what? Well, jeez, I was just a, I was just a, I was just a cook in a Three Stooges <laughs> short recently. Yeah. That's a huge promotion. Precinct is mostly residential with commercial strips along Avenue L, Rockaway Parkway. And Remsen Avenue. Remsen. Hmm. Uh, if you uh, see, get to know your community coordination officers. This guy looks like trouble. Melba Brown. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad Melba Brown, they call him. <laughs> Melba Brown. Yeah, he's, he's the baddest member of the community council in the whole damn town. He's the yeah, He truly is. So here it is, the 69th Precinct, as you can see. Uh, and uh, I guess it covers this too. This is 69th, and this is 69th. This little, these little pieces. It. It's kind of a little scattered right there. And they're like, they're, it's the 69th Empire. It's this and this. It's, yeah, it's an archipelago. The 69th Precinct Archipelago. Anyway, enough about that. That's enough about the 69th Precinct. The important thing is there's an officer working there who, well, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't work there. I don't know that it's his. It's probably not his. Uh, why would I assume that? Well, because it's convenient if they used his own precinct. <laughs> He's certainly attacked a woman a ton of times. Uh, uh, he was hit with two dozen criminal charges, including two counts of strangulation, felony punishable by up to seven years in prison if he's convicted. So two wow. counts that would be up to, of course, they would probably run concurrent, as they should, a multiple, and multiple counts of misdemeanor assault, attempted assault, menacing and harassment. The, as we know, the 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 penalty for attempted assault can be rather uh, severe. It could be four years just for attempting to assault somebody. Say you swing at somebody, you slip on some butter on the floor and, and, and miss. <laughs> you fall down, you break your spine. The guy's <laughs> laughing at you. And but then, still. And you get four years. Four years, yeah. Menacing and harassment. Man, I mean, really, it's like, what is she? Why? What is she waiting for in this thing? Why did you just accumulate all this evidence? You know, <laughs> what are you just trying to put this guy in jail? This guy's a member of the police. I'm giving him five months. Fool me once, shame on you. 
Fool me every month since May. Well, oh, shame on you still. Arraigned in violent Bergen criminal court. Bail was set at ten grand. Twenty thousand bail. On. Yeah, he gets bail. <laughs> is this a violent is this considered a violent offense? <laughs> How about that? Well, God bless and good luck to that defendant. <laughs> Never let it be said I don't back the blue. A man was fatally struck by multiple drivers, and his body was left in pieces on a Boogie D expressway. A man died right there where he was struck by multiple drivers there on that Bronx expressway. Cops said Tuesday his body was torn to pieces. <laughs> it was rip-torn. His shoes came off his feet. We, now we just we just talked. This is in the Bronx. We were just talking about in Brooklyn, where uh, like where was it? Was it Flatbush? No, that we yeah. Were I just, think we were just, this is Flatbush, isn't it? Uh, maybe well, you, this is the Bronx, uh, yeah. but in violent Brooklyn, a, a woman was okay. Uh, okay yeah, she, I don't know, I, I, yeah. She was yeah. The truck somehow cut her head off. <laughs> I don't know how that ha her head came <laughs> oh, off no. her body. <laughs> She had to be hit fucking hard, dog. Yeah. It wasn't just her shoes. That it story was a, is a, that was a censored story. And, and, and for the censored show and the censored.tv, if you want to hear more about the decapitated lady and the Orthodox <laughs> gentleman who kindly came along and religiously cleaned up her blood, it is, this is their practice. They clean up the blood. It's what they do. Yeah. They they in the Bronx, they're not up there doing that. Oh, another guy's ripped to pieces. Look, I mean, like if, what if you're like the fourth or fifth guy to run over this, you know, <laughs> dude, and basically it's just it just looks like a shirt blowing across the road. Yeah. Do they yeah. really, do they charge you with some kind of shit? <laughs> At that point, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> like, especially when it's one of the. Body part. Yeah, like I just, I. Th <laughs> He's not coming back from this. I thought that was uh, some laundry that somebody fell out of their car or something. He was. <laughs> he was I mean, a, really filthy. What was he doing in the center lane? I wonder. I mean, I hate to say though, you know, what was he wearing here? But I mean, like, what? Uh, I, I don't. I, look, I don't victim blame, but it sounds like this is his fault. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't wearing a reflective vest. Yes, he's. <laughs> Clearly, he's where the cars are supposed to be. <laughs> he's he's where the cars go. He was a pedestrian. Oh, wait. Let's see. It was near the pedestrian overpass. Uh, he was hit oh. several times the center lane of the eastbound Bruckner Expressway near the Stratford Avenue pedestrian overpass. Well, near it. Okay. Well, maybe that's he, not, maybe that's he not fell a... off it or something. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> that they don't have it you know, rigged up so that it's hard to fall off or nothing. Maybe the guy wanted to die. Maybe Tom Hanks killed this motherfucker. <laughs> this will shut him up. <laughs> when first responders arrived, they found his body torn apart by the passing driver. Yeah, we get it. Jesus. Daily news. Uh, they need to eulogize this guy. He was going back to school. <laughs> and then his whole life went to pieces. It said uh, only one driver, a 65-year-old man driving a Lexus, who may have been the first to hit the victim. Do you think you were you the first to hit him? I may have been. Yeah, okay, you were. He remained at the scene, police sources said. No charges were immediately filed. Police were trying to identify the victim, but he's ripped to shreds, and uh, it makes it tough to do an autopsy. I guess autopsies are, you know, complicated when you have to reassemble him, you know. These aren't the days of Quincy. That ain't no Velcro, motherfucker. They got to snap him back together. Quincy. Yeah. This so I'm guessing the first guy, he hit him. And he's like, oh, my God, I just hit the guy. He pulls over and gets out, but he can't do anything to help the guy because everybody else keeps him. <laughs> and he's watching like, like oh, 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 oh. And he didn't just get in his car and leave. Is what's amazing. No, no. And then when the guy's ear came off and hit him in the face, he threw up. Police were trying to identify the victim. They wanted to determine how he ended up on that section of the expressway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's bordered by fences. It's difficult to get to on foot. 
Mm. on foot. It's clear. Uh, excuse me. It's unclear if the victim hopped a fence to get onto the roadway or jumped down from the Stratford Avenue pedestrian overpass. Perhaps it's a suicide attempt. Well, mission accomplished, yeah, if so. Suicide by traffic, yes. Very, yeah, suicide by traffic. You want to, like, just really, you know, fuck your body. I mean, look, I, I, I there's one You great, were successful. There's one great story to come back to. It's at the Broadway stop on the N train in Astoria. A guy, when the train was coming in, jumped in front of the train, leaving his wallet and cell phone or whatever, you know, on the... <laughs> platform and that's an elevated train there not a subway it's it's actually you know up in the it's above the street so that when the you know train hit him and squished him into pieces it fell down onto the street below Um, (laughs) there's crosswalk nearby i mean it's a you know beautiful 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 suicide one of my favorites it was a contender for suicide of the year so uh, he holds the title. Well, f- f- no, just in terms of, you know, being run over. I mean, I, I think that my, f- look, there's two that, that you can't really, that are tough to beat. One was a guy in a Honda Pilot who tied a chain to his neck and then tied the, uh, you know, I say tied, but, you know, fixed a chain to his neck and, and to a tree, took off in the Pilot, which apparently has some pickup, and, uh, you know, decapitated himself behind the wheel. Damn. That was Holy in the Bronx. Day, yeah, that's a tough one to beat. It is tough to beat, but uh, I think that Mr. Talented, with his, you know, tying a noose to the bottom of an elevator car on a building in the Upper East Side that he didn't even live in, uh, and, and, yeah, and yeah, waiting, yeah, waiting for somebody to press, you know, call the yes! elevator up so that hung him, and then that, he figured that they were his killer. Uh, whoever did that inadvertently killed him, but he was also wearing a little like a silver space suit. Is how they police described it <laughs> just uh, that guy was a, v- a true individual i think his blog is down now i think it's done i think they've right, taken it right right which yes, is a yeah. shame i i you know keeping up with it was really a lot of people say any updates from mr talented i have heard that a few times and he would say stuff but it would just be like still dead you know uh it's kind of <laughs> cool over here it's like <laughs> diminishing returns not really generally where they these are not long interesting you know thought-provoking yeah, blog yeah. posts he was writing them 10 years ahead of time he probably rushed it up uh and eventually <laughs> they it's too bad if they took it down though because i mean really you want that's the whole thing he wanted his legacy to live on and i think they should give him that i mean i don't yeah. think it's is it against a policy or something that dead people can't post i don't know i mean all that work and, and effort he put into that, waiting there under that elevator for someone. To do. I, I <laughs> he got all dressed up in his spacesuit and he went out like Daffy Duck. I mean, you know, and he can only do it once. And it was all for the blog, and then you take it down. I doubt it was uh, a long way, though, for real. I mean, people go, they're elevating all the time <laughs> from way up there. <laughs> And uh, they they didn't even know about it until they started to smell it. They're like, what is that smell? It smells like something's dead down here. Oh, it's right under the elevator. Okay, no one's ever going to beat this guy. My God, it's Mr. Talented. It's Mr. Talented. Talented indeed. Well, he only, I mean, look, it's not an all-time thing. It's more like a year-to-year. So there were certain years where, like, suicides were not particularly creative and I mean, if you had to name an all-time, you know, Hall of Fame suicide, he would definitely be in it. I mean, he he could be the the Vince Lombardi of creative suicides. But you know, he's still in the end. He's just another guy. There's bigger, stronger, faster. Somebody will come up with something. There was the Russian guy who, you know, jumped off of a Upper West Side building. Uh, while holding the five-year-old that he and the mother had been quarreling over that Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Because it's Christmas. (laughs) And he jumped off, and uh, that was the end of those two. That's how (laughs) Russians, man, don't give a fuck. They will do anything. They don't. uh, This will really bother your mother, so I have to... (laughs) Well, I mean, the opposite happened with that uh, Playboy model. She did that with the kid that she was in a custody battle with the, you know, the father. And she she took the kid with her. Yeah, she jumped off the building, splattered. I guess that's probably not all that unusual, then. You know, that when you're really like 
a selfish asshole or cunt. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, well, the kid can't live without me. Because he probably knew, like it's you know what if I jump off the building that sets of, that's obviously that's what I intend to do and what I want to do. But yeah, does it really? You know, is it a clear victory? And will my will my kid yeah. know that I won? And because he wants but the it, kid to know that he won, right? And, and when the kid yeah. looks back, you know, the kid needs to know. That I didn't, uh, you know, so, like, I better just take the kid with me. I can't have the kid surviving and then have them tell the story later. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to kill the mother because then I'm the asshole. So the only thing I can do is make sure this kid doesn't live to hear me get run down by this bitch. Because she'll turn him (laughs) against me. I know know she will. (laughs) She's been trying to do that all along. But it's the one way to stick it to her or, or in the case of the father to him because, you know, they've already left. You know, they, they don't. Yeah, please do kill yourself. I don't give a shit. But if you kill their kid, then you really stick it to them. One yeah. More time. Now you're all alone. Yes. Well, uh, th- this happened in 2015. Uh, Kai Dawkins, 29, fatally struck by a driver at the exact same spot after jumping from the pedestrian overpass onto the roadway below. So there's a precedent. So maybe it was, okay, yeah. seems likely that this could have been a copycat, <laughs> you know, <laughs> eight years later. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's, or- it's, it's, it's tough to say. Maybe he just stu- he was stoned and stumbled off the thing. <laughs> And whoops. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. We just don't know. And now he's all over the place. It's funny. We, you know, it's it's funny the stuff you don't get to know. Now, we've had some very interesting <laughs> crimes uh, in the past. And this is just a quick rundown of a few of them. And we've talked about some of these on, on Censored.TV. And again, you know, I know, like, it's totally irresponsible on my part uh, to um, be not uh, keeping up with this audio version of the show. I, I'm, I have been very busy tuning up the uh, the tech end on the video show, and it's a full video show on Censored.TV. I'm very proud of it. Use the promo code PAT to sign up, and I strongly encourage you to do that. Now, the there was a New York City man charged with murdering his mom after a body was found stuffed in a box. That was one case we talked about. Uh, you know, this guy is schizophrenic, and we know that schizophrenics were born to kill their mothers. And <laughs> it seems like we have, in this case, he says he hit her. She's in the box. And, uh, you know, but her body was badly decomposed. The autopsy has been difficult for that reason, they say. And therefore, they may have to let this guy go because they can't, you know, have him involuntary, involuntarily committed for you know indefinitely, in, indefinitely yeah. when he's you know they don't know if it, he's a potential danger they say because they, they <laughs> it's apparently they don't believe him when he says that he killed her so uh well, it's not, because he's black they don't believe <laughs> right <laughs> which is a total racism so they're not sure yes, they're, they're letting they're this so guy racist. go because of the racism yeah um anyway so the mother's in a box and it's like it's obviously <laughs> Pretty interesting story. We covered a knife-wielding man, uh, a maniac, actually, not just a man. But, you know, and and that's what man is short for, is maniac. Uh, (laughs) And he was... uh, Yeah, man. Now, um, this was an interesting... uh, This is an interesting story. Uh, I I haven't uh, located it just yet, but... It appears that uh, three women are. Oh, and by the way, uh, N- the NYPD. This is off the subject, excuse me, but NYPD is calling for a elevated vigilance during the Rockefeller Center tree lighting this year as pro-Palestinian group plans to quote flood the event yeah. uh, again. Is this water that they're talking about? It doesn't seem like it is. Right, it I think seems like flood it with themselves. With themselves, unless they're going to flood it with their jizz. Don't you know? Like, oh boy, if there's anything the Jews hate is when you interfere with the lighting of a Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't. What's the connection? <laughs> <laughs> Still, oh yeah, boy, they hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been an awful lot of this kind of, um, you know, they, they say hate crimes are spiking, but it's just uh, quite a bit of it is is. Related to the conflict happening well, in the Middle East. The which, violent ones and the murders and stuff is the one you pay attention to, not the stupid 
you know, I mean, yeah, there's some vandalism and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but it's all counted as equal with like being murdered. It's not. It, well, yeah. No, I mean, it's broadly, they, they consider it hate crime, but this is two women here slapped with hate crime charges. They've slapped with them, which is, a, you know, seems unnecessarily violent for allegedly attacking a Jewish person who confronted them, who confronted them, emphasis my own, on the Upper West Side for uh, tearing down posters of Israelis kidnapped by Humus. Now, uh, the name is uh, Mewish Omer, 26, surrendered to police. Monday morning, charged with assault and criminal mischief. Both is hate crime. Criminal Now, if... You don't know Alvin Bragg is has a proposal where it's going to make so many more crimes chargeable as hate crimes, and everybody is so in favor of that because yeah, why yeah, not be able to assign an, an an intent and make it a big, big, big deal? You know, I mean, like really, uh, an assault is an assault, and right. uh, battery's battery, and uh, you know, there's nothing like uh, some good, uh, you know, some salted battered fish too. You ever have like just some good battered fucking cod? I love it. I uh, did. I yes. <laughs> oh, back in the day, but the, both the crimes. It's connected to the attack of a 41 year old woman on the corner of Riverside Drive and uh, Waste uh, Waste 80 Second Street just before 10 p.m. Now, her alleged accomplice was Stephanie Gonzalez, 25. Oh, this is something we are seeing more of. Young women, yeah, you know, attacked and by uh, you know, in, in in the for this dumb shit. You know, they're out tearing posters down. Um, what's the point? You know, just I mean? to be busy and stuff. And I mean, I know you get pissed off when you if for these people that confront them, but at the same time, I mean, are you outnumbered by them? <laughs> you know? I mean, I know, I you know, and then tearing down the posters just because they're pissed off. It's like it's a poster. <laughs> I, I I pass by posters, you know, yeah, all the time. Never look at in them. New York. Yeah, it's just poster, poster, poster. Who cares? But they're really tuned into this thing, and they think it, it's become an issue from one American to another. I presume. I don't even know. I mean, yeah. who, it's hard to say who's actually here and who's not. But anyway, the two allegedly assaulted the victim, ripping off her Star of David necklace and knocking a cell phone out of her hand uh, after she challenged them for ripping the missing person's posters from a light pole at the intersection. Now, here's the thing. Um, Why don't you give me some quotes on how she challenged them? (laughs) Did she challenge them to a fight? Yeah, did she got one? (laughs) What What kind of challenge was this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they got it's like some of these scenarios like they'll they'll tape themselves doing it, you know, or they're cussing them out or whatever. If that's all she did, then yeah, they're in the wrong. But if she's threatening them herself, even though they're tearing down these posters, then gee, it's nasty. But you're still in the wrong if you're, you know, if you're going that far about it. I mean, cussing them out, well, whatever. And then they attack you, then yeah, they're in the wrong. But, uh, technically. Uh, so yeah, the the the, the victim exchanged words to two strangers as she as she recorded the encounter on her cell phone. Uh, the, the suspects ran off after the attack. So basically, what they did is they, you know, there was a skirmish, I assume, and yeah. somebody grabbed her necklace, uh, which I'm sure was prominently displayed for just such a moment. Look, I, I just, I just hate to see, I just hate to see this kind of bullshit happening between Americans over some shit that's not, you know, Star of David Necklace. Ripped off or Star of David Necklace. I mean, like, how do we know it's a fucking, maybe they just hate posters. You know what I mean? Maybe they, (laughs) right? Just how do we know everything's a hate crime all the time, you know? Well, it's like the likelihood that that guy killed his mother. (laughs) It's pretty good. I don't think it's... So the likelihood here is they've got a problem with uh, the Jews. Maybe. Now, some of these people that are jumping around pro-Palestine, they don't know shit about it. They're just in on this is the latest thing before it was BLM, before it was Antifa, that kind of thing. There's some people who are Jewish who are behaving idiotically as well. You know, it doesn't... You mean getting upset over a poster? To me, yeah. To me, the conflict 
doesn't, you know, whoever's right in the conflict is not at issue for me when it comes to this dumb bullshit. Like, if <laughs> I see it won't people, do people anything are, about it. Look, I mean, what are the posters supposed to do anyway? I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, it's here, like a memorial for the ones or the ones that are still being held let me captive. See. And that it, kind of thing. it was the, tearing down posters of Israelis kidnapped by Hamas. I mean, yeah. like, who gives I, a I, shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the, the, the Jews give, give a shit because they put it up there. And it's like, remember the, the yellow ribbons when we were kids? <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And then to be snotty, you know, these people come in and tear them all down. The difference it, you, is, you, know, you, you can go the other way and say, well, who gives a shit? They got their posters up. So what? Well, you there know? was no. Look, I'm not defending tearing them down. That's just as stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, people put pe people put posters up. People tear posters down. <laughs> Go they on with your life. Been... None of this matters. You're, you know, what matters is that you're an American, you know, and that's why right, the, the, right. there's a difference. But if we have yellow ribbons around oak trees, that's but that's for the hostages in Iran. It's all Americans against Iran, you know, and, and it wasn't like, well, no, I'm Iranian and I'm, you know, I don't remember any Iranians going like, we're going to tear the fucking yellow ribbons off oak trees, you know. <laughs> Because it was different. Because the country was different then, you know. Yeah, it was. It and, was very different. And so we changed. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, I see enough lights in a day, and people say things just to rattle other people. The attorney Lee Koch said, uh, yeah. "Yeah." So there, there we go. It's it's just a bunch of idiocy. But I mean, yeah. I'm definitely not taking a side in it because, again, I don't care. Neither should they. The assault is one <laughs> example of anti-Semitic suspects. Tearing down or vandalizing hostage posters. I don't think that makes them anti-fucking-Semitic. If they have some kind of a fucking opinion about something, then charge them with, you know, the vandalism. If it is that, I mean, it's well, probably not assault. even probably not even legal to put them up on the polls to begin with. Yeah, that might be too. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's a bunch of police officers tearing them down, and the, they start attacking. <laughs> you have no right to assume that once you hang a poster up, it stays there for any amount of time. Yeah, the very next person who walks by can rip it off. Tough shit. Hang another one. You know, it's not a popular poster at the moment. Well, they could do that. Fucking relax. <laughs> I guess I don't know. No, I mean it's just like it's it's you don't own the polls, you don't own yeah. the city, you don't own everything outside, you don't have any fucking right to say it's a hate crime just because somebody's tearing the shit down, and like see, I, there again, it's like the assumption is accepted. Whereas you see how much they're painstakingly over. And this is on the censored show. We covered this story about the guy who killed his mother, and then they're like, "Oh, he may get out on a glitch because we can't determine when." It's like, obvious here immediately you know because of the current uh up you know uh war that broke out you know that kind of thing right but it's just uh, what I, my problem is more uh the the i guess the coverage saying the assault is just one example of anti-semitic suspects tearing down or vandalizing hostage posters I don't think that it that it follows that like if you tear down a poster, you're anti-Semitic. You might have a differing point of view on this whole thing. It doesn't mean you hate Jews. You can be anti-Zionist but not hate Jews. That's the truth. So like, there's a distinction there. It's a worthy one. And besides that, without even getting into all that bullshit. It's just well, it's just not supposed to be something that gets fought out on, you know, um, on, um, well, it was, in a, yeah, on American was, turf, you know. This was unnecessary for all of this to have happened because, you know, yeah, and, and, and no matter what they've done, it, did it do anything about Israel and Hamas? No. <laughs> you know, and all that kind of thing. Uh, and again, like I, I would counter that you, you can make cases of anti-Semitism in some of these, but it depends on the knowledge of the people involved. And I'm, I bet you these guys who tore the posters down don't really know jack squat about a good bit of it. So uh, when it comes to that, and I mean, they, uh, these are 
posters of victims. It's not like posters, you know, celebrating Israel is great and better than everybody else or something like that. I don't care. You if, know. I don't care if it's if the fucking, you know, the, the little kid on the milk carton, you know, who gives a shit. <laughs> But so, uh, but it, but it, it goes under. Well, you're just being an asshole. That's not really something worth of anyone else's notice. Certainly not law enforcement and stuff. But then, when it breaks into a fight and assault, then it is. You know? Right. But the poster ripping is not what makes it a hate crime. And I still think no, no. just getting into, you know, I mean, of course. Here's I mean, a, like, hold on. Here's the whole thing with me. I think it should be legal to hate the fuck out of people. And attack them if you want, and 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 well, and, and the hate has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? You you have to punishing actions is is what it's about, and not punishing the fucking right. reason uh, for your hatred. You know, I mean, like you people are free to hate. I'm sorry, it's still not again because hating is a thinking and a feeling thing. So, like <laughs> when you make that an element of a crime. You yeah. have turned uh, something that is that is a crime, but now you've added an element of thought crime to it, and that's fucked up. Right. That's the danger of it, and no doubt about it, that will be taken. They will take this moment in time, full advantage of it, for that very purpose. So, like, you post something on Facebook, you've committed a crime because you don't like this person or this whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, do I have to like and, every post, you know? I mean, also, this is, yeah. you know, it's much worse in England. Let's at least take oh, some, oh, let's yeah. at least take comfort in that. Now, this yeah. disgraced weatherman was fired from New York One. And New York One was, oh, man, I miss New York One. That's, oh. you know, one thing that I did enjoy watching in New York City, especially in the years that I smoke pot. Because <laughs> in NY, New York One would have the weather report, and the music for the weather report was so dreamy wow it was just some it just put you into a fucking it was good to smoke but yeah it was it was good music to be high to and i often was <laughs> at that period of my life i've since i i hate the idea of even being stoned on weed now that would be i i just don't know man i don't know how anybody who smokes weed doesn't just smoke it all the fucking time that's all i could do i was that's all i was interested in doing and that's <laughs> all i did until the weed was all gone and then and then it was like i need to get more weed so like um, <laughs> that's uh it's a dangerous thing when you feel that way about it but this guy after his uh he's a disgraced weatherman and is there any other kind <laughs> after, exactly it like something weird shit happens a lot with weathermen and sports guys in local news after his yeah. nude videos from an adult <laughs> webcam site were leaked he said he's taking a break from social media good idea uh, <laughs> Eric Adams is his name, by the way, but there's a K on it, so it's slightly okay. different. Now, uh, another interesting little, little, another little story here. This is interesting. What the fuck is this? What do I have to do? What does this want me to do? Bra stuffing. A bra stuffing maid caught red-handed stealing from a hotel guest, but uh, there's no story connected to it. It's oh, oh, it's oh, it's just video. So okay, let me show you the video. We can at least watch it. I want to see right. the bra stuffing maid. Let's see her stuff that bra. Stuff that bra. Wait a minute, you weren't double D when you came in here. Well, I stuffed my bra filled with your cosmetics and shit <laughs> like that. I didn't want to get caught. Well, now she's caught red-handed. And like you said, full-breasted. Uh, oh, look, I, we get to be in the same room with this. She's oh, not cool. attractive, by the way, so oh, damn. don't get too excited. Oh, what the wow. fuck happens? No. Yeah, I was expecting the you know the French maid outfit and everything. Well, you know, that wouldn't it be great if, if it would they be, but then with our luck, like they don't wear shit like that anymore, it seems. No, they don't. It you should know? see there's a law that needs to be passed. It's like flight attendants don't always wear their their sexy, you know, uh their sexiest. Cause they used to, you know, it like is. those those old Delta uniforms, the red ones, holy yeah. shit. Those yeah. things were Okay, look, let's watch her. She's wearing. First of all, she's she's not dressed in. Oh, she's putting it down her in her oh, pockets. Man, that's a big pocket. Yeah, she's. <laughs> those pants are deep. not as they're not as tight as they look, are they? Yeah, because it looks like it's pretty tight, and yet she opened that pocket up. And right. It was deep. 
Oh, yeah. It's, I think she had those pants specially made for her thieving. I didn't see anything go into a bra either. I mean, of course, they're no. always selling the sizzle on this kind of I mean, bullshit. it looks like a big rack, so maybe it's already stuffed with stuff already. They just didn't get that on camera. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm disappointed. So, okay, here she is. She's she's grabbing it. It says, bra stuffing makeup, red-handed ceiling from hotel guests. Uh, at an, at, this is at an all-inclusive oh this is in spain by the way fuck a housekeeper is oh. caught going through a guest bags at an all-inclusive resort in spain um, yeah they all do all, yeah, <laughs> this is all-inclusive for her too like oh i get all, all this stuff if i want okay great yeah. what is she taking oh she pocketed a pack of cigarettes before stuffing a bottle of perfume in her bra <laughs> a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of perfume uh, oh, there oh, it the, is. There the, she's putting it in her bra. Reminder that it's important to stay abreast of your personal belongings. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that was just a joke because uh, I, I don't like them blaming the victims there. Now, stay abreast of your personal belongings. I mean, she, yeah, they're sick and stuff. All their stuff is just put on a table. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly like, uh, you know, um, it's an all-inclusive place, and they probably just don't really expect anybody to, you know, come in and rob them. Uh <laughs> You know, for what Although, they're paying for the hotel. They well, I mean, for, you know, in Spain, expect anything. I've come to find. <laughs> I've been to Spain a couple of times. I really had fun. It was really cool. Uh, it was a very exciting place to visit, and uh, would love to go back there again someday. I don't know that I ever will. Barcelona, I went to, and I also went to, um, boy, I guess uh, Sevilla, which is the home of, of course, uh, Salvador Dali. We went to his. Ancestral home or whatever the fuck they have there, and uh, they the melted watches laying around. The, yeah, the melted watches. Yes, you could buy a melted watch. <laughs> and uh, there, were, there were three women, three women who have pulled guns on cab drivers, and this is what I'm sort of what I'm looking Ooh. for. Uh, really crazy story, uh, I assume, but I, I have not been able. To, I haven't come across it. Uh, again, now I guess I'm just going to have to, you know, break down and fucking <clears throat> run it through a search engine kind of thing. But, uh, <laughs> but this is, yeah, this is breaking. This is happening in New York. Uh, three, uh, women, three, I, I think it's separate. Uh, okay. So three different women in three different cases. Yes, uh, I don't think it's yeah. like a Charlie's Angels kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Charlie's Devils. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, oh yeah, they're wanted for robbing taxi cab drivers at gunpoint. These three women. Um, how interesting! Now this is on YouTube, so I guess there'll be a little bit of a commentary here. Well, that'll be nice. We'll take a little break from <laughs> my voice, which you know. <laughs> Who wants to hear that? I mean, unless you're subscribed to the podcast. And by the way, if you are not subscribed, why not? Why wouldn't you be? It's because, uh, you know, you're here already. Anywho, so just yeah. uh, subscribe to the motherfucking shit. <laughs> Sorry to be so <laughs> blunt. <laughs> Anyways, here we go with the this little report. They hold the gun and they take my mobile phone. A 60-year-old yellow cab driver describes picking up a terrifying fare. It was last week. He tells Pix11 News by phone. So shouldn't this woman just, like, go shit and then come back and do the the report, you know? And they take my mobile phone. A 60-year-old yellow cab driver describes picking up a terrifying fare. It was last week. He tells Pix11 News by phone, first he picked up two of these three women here on Madison Ooh. Avenue and 46th Street. Beauties. Then the third got in blocks away on 43rd and Lexington <laughs> Avenue. The women gave him a drop-off address in the Bronx, but he says that address did not exist. And that's when things took a violent turn. He says the women oh. threw a drink on him, pulled out a gun, and took his cell phone. This did never happen to me in my life. You know, I drive yellow cab 31 years of it. And he's not alone on the same day a few... I mean, a lot of people would say you're due, you know? <laughs> it's about time. 31 years, nothing like this happened? It's your lucky later, day. Police say the women were at it again, targeting a cabbie in the Bronx. They allegedly stole cash and his cell phone. In both cases, the drivers could not call 911 right away without no, their obviously. cell phones. And for the 60-year-old, <laughs> after being a victim, it's hard to get back on the road. Nicole, I feel very bad still. You know, I don't feel sleep well. When we told other cabbies about what happened... Are you concerned for your safety? 
Yeah. You know, when it happens like that, I mean, we all become frightened and we only have to be careful of people who take. Then Travis Bickle, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> That'd be great. That's good advice right there. Yeah. Be careful. Both cabbies are expected to be okay. Are In they? the meantime, police need your help yeah. in finding the women we're talking about. If you have any information on their whereabouts, call Crime Stoppers. The number's right there. It's 800 577 tips. That's 1 800 577 TIPS. It always sounds like they say tits. Listen to her. But listen to her. 800 577 tips. Maybe it's just not a little more pee. Five seven seven tips. Okay. <laughs> Treatment helps Sean find redemption after this program alcohol. Contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. I need to put that uh, at the beginning of this show. Uh, <laughs> although I don't really see what anybody ever found a feather. Just like you know, I think that supporting law and order. I always thought of that as like basically. A good thing. Yes. And, and, and you know, like, I'm not, I, I fully understand, you know, that sometimes you have somebody who commits some sort of dumb crime, you know, and if they're upset or something, and it's not that big a deal, really. I mean, because they don't have any criminal record, and you can kind of understand it. But, you know, repeat offenders, letting them out, uh, you know, it, it, I, there was just a time when it was not controversial to say, I think if somebody keeps committing crimes over and over again, really, why not, you know, put them out in a place where they don't harm people? And mm-hmm. I know that they like to focus on things like the the value of the time they spend, the rehabilitation and all that kind of stuff. Thinking, well, incarceration is not helping with that kind of a thing. Hey, not my problem. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think that you should throw away the safety of of a fucking society in order to you know, support the rehabilitation of the people who are making it unsafe. Yes, I mean, you're they're insisting on gambling with the lives and safety of the public uh, for the benefit of criminals who are incarcerated because they've committed heinous crimes. Mm-hmm. And when you make laws like the raise the age law so that no one under 17 can be charged as an adult, regardless of the offense, you create more problems. It sounds like a good idea. Why should someone get all spun up in the criminal justice system just because they make a mistake in their teens? Well, okay. <laughs> How about the fact that you have MS-13 or other gangs who will recruit 13-year-olds to do the killing for them? Because they yes. won't get in as much trouble, 13, 14, 15. What's the difference? They will pull the trigger <laughs> at whatever age you need them to. And when you can recruit somebody that young to do it, you have a very willing, uh, you know, obviously someone who's out to impress his, yes. you know. very uh, easy to manipulate. Does not understand the, you know, full ramifications of what he's doing. And I do believe that. I think that there's some, you know, 13-year-olds. Oh, no, that's, yes, that's exactly most, what most 13 year olds they figured that out, Pat. Well, yeah, but they also say that, you know, hey, that's like that's why they made the law. And I'm like, well, you fucked up, you know, because, <laughs> you know, the only way they'll understand the ramifications of it is if there are some they can understand. Instead of saying, well, their brains aren't fully formed yet, so you can't hold them responsible. It's like, well, their brains aren't fully formed yet, so you must make the punishment obvious and swift. Yes, they'll understand this. Yes. <laughs> They're yeah, not going to just right. go. Give me your buddy. <laughs> he went and did that. It's... He's in prison now yes. for a long time. He'll be an old man when he gets And out. no one thinks he's that cool, really. In fact, they've forgotten <laughs> all about him. Maybe they should not go. I had to remind you. You know, go away forever. But I mean, for killing somebody in New York, you do your 20 years, it seems like. 20 to life, which means you have to make a show. Uh, And I think that that's kind of easy to do when you have the sort of probation board that we have in New York State. It's a laugh. I mean, they're very much inclined towards letting people go, and especially, you know, people who. uh, like, I don't want to say anything more, but <laughs> I'm just talking about crime here. There was a time sure. when everyone agreed about crime to an extent. But you know what? 
there was also a, an element of this kind of the seeds have been sown for this all along. I was watching Bernie Getz, the Confessions of Bernard Getz. He stars in it, of course, because he's Bernie Getz, and uh, <laughs> directed by not Bernie Getz, but he. <laughs> this guy was so filled up with you know the crime and the fear and the intimidation and the violence you know he'd been beaten up badly yeah. he'd been beaten badly that's one of the things he seizes on is when this woman comes in to have the conversation with him she's one of the police she's come home from her skiing vacation you know to to question bernard gets because you know it was a big manhunt and he had turned himself in and so she's asking him like oh so you were afraid they were going to beat you up and he's like is he even will you just say that why mm. just beat you up like it's nothing you know like it's, it's like they yeah, beat yeah. you and beat you. you know they sh he, he's turning he starts saying like if you have a a glass uh globe you know a glass and that's a brain and you, you just the way he he's he just says look here's what happened i don't give a fuck about an attorney I don't give a fuck about, you know, you using anything I say against me. This is what happened. And if this is wrong and if that's what it's come to, then so be it. It's wrong. You know, I am just vicious and horrible. It's like, damn. I mean, like, there's a guy who really was, you know. He, well, he's had enough. He's had enough strength of his convictions. And really, he didn't. the only conviction he had in that case, after shooting four people on the subway who uh, allegedly asked him for $5, with their screwdrivers in hand. <laughs> well, the only conviction he had was a weapons charge, you know, and they that is one thing you cannot get away with, you know, you, the gun, even fucking, you know, the lady, that Barbara Sheehan cunt up in Long Island after she shot her husband and got off on the battered woman defense, they still got her for the weapons charge. They're you, not going to let that go. That you do not get out of. I mean, and a guy who shot a guy in Queens, they were willing to concede, like, well, it looks like a self-defense thing, the guy coming up and talking to you and, uh, or threatening you like that, but uh, uh, you got a gun, and so uh, how many guns you got at home? He ends up charged with, like, 25 counts of, like, whatever, and it's not that he has 25 guns necessarily, but they probably charge you individually for every bullet and everything. So, Good like... God. You know, because to I me, mean, God forbid, he should practice his constitutional right. Well, the thing is, too, that like if you, if it's not, I don't see how it can be wrong to own something that it's illegal to. No, I don't see how it can be legal in the situation to use the force that you're not even allowed to own. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. absurdity of it. It's not consistent. It's like if you're going to do that, what what is the point of it being illegal? You know, and it's like, well, it's a dangerous weapon. And it's like, yes, he utilized the dangerous weapon in what? Well, we've let him go on that. It was self defense. Yeah, well, we let we we let him go. But uh, you just said <laughs> it's a dangerous weapon. Why does he need that? It's a dangerous city, and it's a dangerous time in a dangerous city. Uh, watching crime numbers tick up, and they do sing a song about how. Murders are down. Maybe they are. Assaults are up, you know. There's other crimes that do go up. There's index crimes that tell the tale. And really, you're 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 burying things in the statistics in a way. We know you are. Oh yeah. And and like New York City is uh just look, a lot of it goes unreported now, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's one of those things you never know about, like and they go like, oh, yeah, there's, of course, only about 15% of rapes are reported. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. But, like, uh, <laughs> I, it seems, you know, pretty uh, likely that a lot of things that could be charged as crimes happen every day in New York. These poster ripping things, you know what I mean? Somebody gets a necklace ripped off and they decide not to make a federal case out of it because they understand. You know, it's in that case, you very well may get your justice. But... You know, in others you won't. I was kind of giving a survey of some of the stories that we've been talking about, and I want to. It would be wrong for me not to mention the guy who shot his upstairs neighbor and a uh, kid. 
stepson or whatever over the noise complaint and we had great video of that oh that's right yeah yeah i mean it was something else the guy stands there <laughs> yeah. patiently waiting until he's confronted by this guy and then he just he uh you know ventilates them pretty thoroughly walks up makes sure that they're dead finishes the guy off yeah. finishes the guy off and then uh was later shot by the police did not turn into a civil rights martyr he had a knife but that's, uh, I mean, that there was a guy who just couldn't get along with anybody. <laughs> that's unfortunate, but some it, people, you know. It's in the books. And also, uh, there was another similar thing where somebody went off on a, I mean, there was a landlord who killed a couple of tenants who weren't paying rent. Yeah. Then there was a. Oh, another, yeah. And his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. He killed his girlfriend and two tenants. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, while I'm at it. Yeah, it's, let's do it all in one, you know? Pretty sure the girlfriend must have been the priority. <laughs> well, I've done this. You know what? I got those assholes who laid on the rent. And that was uh, somebody's ex-wife. And they yes. interviewed that guy, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> I divorced I didn't her. do it. <laughs> like, well, I don't know why she's dating that piece of shit anyway, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another one, crazy tenant attacks. Oh wait, that might have been from that was that was the one that was actually from last year. So we okay. we did discuss it, but it was not, you know, relevant. <laughs> <laughs> you don't was, count anymore. But interesting, yeah, that's right. A year, yeah, we ain't, we ain't gonna fuck with it. Uh, uh, and of course, you know, I think I mentioned this knife wielding uh, maniac and. The, the guy who murdered his mom. All these stories covered right over there at censor.tv. Now, uh, this is not just a place for me to promote that show. It is a show, and I'm proud to be doing it for you, and I'm proud to be doing it that, that, you, that you're doing. You know what you're doing for me? You're doing it for me. You're listening to it for yourself and for me. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I'm trying to make it about me here, but I do appreciate uh, the, you know, the support over the years, but also just like the the fact that, you know, uh, this show's fans, and I've said it before, are better than most people. And they're better than most podcast fans. I mean, you talk to podcast fans from any other podcast, and I'll put the fans of this show as superior to, to most of them. Most definitely. You know, they are smarter. They are funny, funnier. They have a better sense of humor. They are more engaged in what the hell's going on. Now you have some people who've fallen off over the years because they're like, you know what? <laughs> they just don't like it. They, they just, you know, whatever. They're looking. Maybe they were looking for more, something. more, more like, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, you know, uh, who's a Nancy Grace kind of a thing or something? You know, they oh, want, oh my God! They want the God. footsteps. Why do you hate yourself? They want you the, want you know, they want like what do you call it? Like, uh, you know, the mystery and the serial and all that stuff. This yeah. is not a mystery show. We tell you who did it right off. This is a true <laughs> crime me. show. Tell Un me. <laughs> unlike no other, you know, it's inverted pyramid all the way. That's what yeah. they used to do teach in journalism school when I was in it briefly <laughs> that it was a inverted pyramid you start with the most important down to the least important shit and that's what we do on this show no surprise endings nothing to <laughs> yeah, nothing to ponder right. you know this, this is you know the only thing to ponder is what's so funny about this hey look i don't know <laughs> this is an irreverent approach to crime reporting and the fans of this show have proven year after year that they are into it. So thank you very much for that. And come over for more of it, if you like, to censor.tv. If you don't, shit, don't. And old episodes of Crime Report on Compound now will be up, and they are up. They're going up week to week on the Locals page. That's nyccrimereport.locals.com. And look, it's, a, it's four of those a month, plus late as fuck, and plus some other scattered things that get thrown in. Plus, there's kind of a body of stuff that's already there on various playlists and shit like that. You know, we have so many episodes of late as fuck. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's endless entertainment on, on that show. 
And I mean, plus, I think you put the video version of this show on there, don't you? That's right. The video version yeah. of this is on you there. You want to see this one? Yeah. Subscribe and to nycrimereport.locals.com. Yeah, and you, then you get to see the you know the bra stuffing made and the yes. various things. There's there's a lot, <laughs> but uh, us talking and you know we dress for this. We're we're, we're we sitting do. here in jackets and ties. <laughs> For yeah. real. I mean, really. <laughs> We're wearing jackets and tights for an audio podcast, but it is also a video podcast at local. Yeah, it, it is at locals, and and that's uh, and it's five bucks a month. That's it, and 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 there's no tears or nothing like that. Five bucks, the end, and you you get. I think your money's worth there. I would love to have more of you guys over there. It's 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 also a good way for me to stay in touch with people. Uh, now, uh, Patreon. Don't break my balls. Uh, stuff's happening there, but it's it's setting up a thing. Look, you guys know I have a very limited capacity for <laughs> for all this shit. I'm spread a little thin on doing different things, and it takes a lot of focus to you know. Like I also have that nightly live stream over on YouTube now, five yeah. nights a week, if not six. I'm doing live streams over on YouTube, eleven o'clock every night. Five nights a week, if not six, like I said. Monday through Friday. Catch me there. Subscribe. It's P. Dixon on YouTube. I'd love to, you know, be talking to you guys there, too. Now, there's a little bit of crime there, but it's it's a lot of it's just kind of like more localized stuff, and it's interesting. But if you like me and you like the show, it's free. So what the fuck? Why not, right? All right. <laughs> and with that, I, I bid you farewell <laughs> for the time being. I'll be back. But I, again... Thank you so much for listening. D- Doug, thank you for, for hanging out. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>